I was an Android guy forever. I was an Android guy forever. And my life got to the point where it's like, there's certain people that I don't communicate as well with if I don't have Apple. There's certain apps on my Android phone that don't work correctly 100% of the time when I need them to work. I need something that is reliable, that's going to keep me better connected, that's going to do what I need it to do when I need it to do, when when I need it to do it. Um, And and Apple wins off of that. And they win because they didn't do it first. They let everybody else pay for the mistakes, do the mistakes, and then they perfect it. Well, guys, thank you guys for coming and joining us on Social Media Church. I am DK Hammonds, and look who we found straggling in the Plano streets. <laughs> Man, thank God, thank God somebody found me. It's been wild out here, bro. It's well, Luke, brother, welcome back. Uh, we thank missed you. you, man. We love you. And, man, um, so glad you're back, you know, rolling with us. Uh, yeah, you know what? I missed I missed everybody here too. It's not that I didn't think about you when I was out there on the side of the road. I thought about you. Y'all got me back. Y'all got me back. I couldn't get you out of my head. Uh no, but it has been uh it has been a, a season of transition for me, DK. Got I got the new background going, done some moving, done some holidays, done some new years, and new year new me, new year new pod, new year new us. Let's go. Let's go. It's we have so many dope announcements that's coming uh, that we're going to talk about at a later time when we have um, the the man of the hour, Neil's mm. come through, and that's we'll right. talk more in detail about the stuff that is like brewing uh, in social media church. Uh, we we have been working on it, and I want I want to take the time to salute Jay Cranda, DJ. Kind of laying the foundational work of what we have now. And Literally, I think um, as we dive right into it, I think over time, giving a place and space for people to have resources in the online yep. community space has been so mission critical. We hadn't had that, and so now that's critical. what this has been. And you know what? And you know what, DK? What that is what this yeah. has been. And the other thing too is, uh, since I joined the space in. I mean, I guess it was before I was an online pastor. When I when I really joined the space in like 2014, in terms of like ministry that was thinking about how do we do this digitally, right? And there's been people thinking about it long before then. I know that's just when I entered the space. This community from day one for me has been super collaborative, sure. super resourced, super uh, open, friendly, sharing of the network, sharing of resources. Yeah, right. And this podcast has really been like the staple house for helping people do that. Yeah, we, we definitely, uh, as we were talking yesterday, and, and for the first time, if you guys didn't know this, I'll share this. All three of us actually sat in one space together for a period of time and just talked. And so that was super duper dope uh, to be able to experience and experience everybody's energy in person. And, and it's funny yep. how you know God kind of positions us because – the same energy you experience now is the same energy we experience in person, which is really dope. That's right. Uh, and yep. so a, a lot of that is coming, but I agree with you, man. We have been an online resource to many churches, pastors, digital pastors, 
online pastors abroad. And I think we're going to continue to do that uh, as we build social media church, man. I'm still back, by the way. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, Spectrum Internet out in Plano, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know what you said to end. I just saw you drinking your Kool-Aid, sipping on your <laughs> sipping on your red drink. Yes, this um, is actually all fruit juices. Please take care of your health, mental health, spiritual ooh. health. Uh, what? So you get, this is all like fruit. So this is all nothing but fruit, fruit juice. Wow. So no. Hey, you, hey, in this new season, DK, are you going to get soft on us or are we still going to have some fresh takes? Oh, no, no, no. This is going to be the fresh takes, brother. I got some fresh <laughs> takes today. Speaking of yeah, let's fresh talk. takes. Recently, Apple mm-hmm. dropped a bomb on some of us. And wanted us to spend three to five thousand dollars to see through some glasses. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna make sure I give the team my picture with the glasses on it because I think we need to post that picture. I'm gonna give them that, the- that's right. That that picture needs to be posted. I know Nil. I, I've seen a picture with Nils with yeah. those glasses on. I have not put those glasses on yet. I'm also thinking that they need to edit in to the YouTube video the three of us together. Uh, as well, when you was talking about that, yeah. we got to we got to do that as well. Okay, but you actually wore them though, DK. Yeah, man, I wore the glasses. Uh, my boss, shout out to Marcus Kitty, uh, brought them to the church. He he let the staff kind of play with them, if you will. And let me tell you, it is a excellent piece of equipment. Okay, let's, let's not play any games. This is groundbreaking. Now, Oculus has come out, and we'll get to that. And Oculus did their thing. Uh, and they've been around. Been around. Like this this is so groundbreaking that. So when I first started just playing with it, I can literally it will it will dispatch on the wall. So imagine oh. with me, dispatch the video on the wall where I'm touching it with just one little pinch, and it's opening up the corridors of this entire program, right? And man, when when I did that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's pretty. That's pretty. Pretty. Cool. Wow. And then uh, we did the dinosaur game. So there's a dinosaur game you play, and you walk into this dinosaur game, and literally the butterfly flies out and touches your hand while you're in this immersive space. And so you get to see dinosaurs, butterflies, T-Rex all come at you out of the screen. And let me tell you, graphic-wise, man, I can see us very well easily not having computers as much and just having this solely. Uh, and I would just love nothing more than for us to kind of play with that a little bit whenever people get a chance to experience that because it is a pretty impressive piece of equipment. I ain't gonna okay, I, th- I think, DK, I think we've all seen the commercials. Is Is it actually like how those Apple commercials are? Like, is it that clear? Like, does it feel like you're you just – put on a pair of glasses, literally glasses, and you just entered a different world? Like, is that what it's like? It is like that. Yes. Wow. So there was no fabrication in those commercials? No. No. What the commercials is only a piece of it, 
because not only is it like that, now you get to have various screens in various places. So, for right. instance, if you were putting on this uh, joint and just putting it on your head for the day, let's say you had a notepad, you would have a notepad on your screen, yep. and it would just do the yep. updates to it and be there all the time. So when you put it on, you would see it. Or you could see everything in one place. Or you can even see outside of it. And that yep. was the most impressive piece. Like, I'm literally in this immersive experience while not leaving the current experience that I'm in. And that, right. my friends, is I, I think is groundbreaking. Yes. Now, the question is, how does this apply to church? How yeah. Well, hold that? on, hold on, hold okay. on. First, first, right. first. Okay. We're going to get there. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. Because <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we always do. Yeah, we always. My, my curiosity, DK, is because of that immersive experience, I think about like literally what I'm looking at right now, and I know what's out in my living room over here. Um, I think about all of the things. I, I mean, I have three screens in my view right now. I know if I go out there, I got, I got my phone, I got my TV. So in my head, when I'm like, you put on a thing of glasses and you can literally manipulate now anything in your field of view. Yes. My question to you, DK, yes. is, and, and, and this is spirited from the price point, how many things could you see these, these goggles replacing to justify the price? How many things do you know? Like, I got a $2,000, whatever, whatever you know, laptop right here. I got my second screen. I got my phone, right? The dollars start adding up with like what you might not need anymore. So how many things do you see it replacing to where like, oh, that's why it's that much. So you, you won't need an Apple watch per se because it has the time inside of it. Mm -hmm. You won't need a You won't need a iPad because everything is immersive. You won't need an actual computer because it has the same computer bandwidth inside of it. Wow. You won't need a telephone because you can FaceTime and make phone calls through it. And let's say, let's do it in reverse. Let's say that you wanted all those things. It connects itself to your computer and your computer becomes a part of its immersive space. Wow. That's how powerful that's, that piece is now. Now, personally, crazy. I'm not buying it. That is crazy. It. I got to experience it. Until, uh, uh, go ahead. What did you say? Yeah. I mean, I got to experience it. And uh, I'm, for, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it just yet. I'm always a person that I'm a late adopter to buying some of these early things. Maybe yep. maybe a year or two, maybe when the next one rolls out. Definitely not buying it right now. But think about this. If I'm an employer... Mm-hmm. And I have 10 employees and on an average, an employee package costs me, um, 700 to a thousand dollars. Yep. And let's say that they're an executive and, and that, that's going to add another a thousand dollars to that. So $2,000, I can buy one of these and it gives me everything at one time. This person can work anywhere, walk anywhere, talk anywhere and always be connected. And so that's the main thing. Now I don't think they're there the apps are just just there yet. So they gotta work on the app package. Um, but in terms of its user interface, in terms of its UI uh interface, it is top notch product that I've seen on the market. And it is game changing. I ain't gonna lie. 
Hey guys, it's Neil Smith, and I'm interrupting this episode to highlight one of our sponsors. And this sponsor is one of the companies that I recently acquired, and it's a company called Church Press. And I was blown away uh, when I found out about Church Press, and it is the most SEO optimized, search engine optimization, optimized website platform for churches. And it is one price, and it covers everything you need uh, to, to have a great website presence to design, set up a beautiful website that works great, uh, but but I think most importantly, it's found by Google so that people can find your church. And so if you want to upgrade your website or build a new website, we would love to help. Go to churchpress.co uh, and you get more information and learn more. Uh, we also have a free SEO audit uh, that you can get uh, right there on the website of your website. So if you want to see how optimized your website is, just go to churchpress.co and you don't have to sign up for anything. It's totally free. And we would love to help you build a better website that is found by Google. Let's get back to the episode. Easily. I mean, easily. I So a couple, couple things we want to talk about, the, you know, the applications here for, for churches, then talk, talking about uh, some of the videos and media that's come out from the other side yeah. of the camp, which we always love. Yeah. Um, love. But I the trend, DK, that I've noticed, and there's probably, I think this maybe could segue into talking about churches. Yeah. Here's what's really interesting. Apple, this is the f- immediately, when, when our group, thread started going off the first thing i thought about when dk was like yeah it is what we thought it was <laughs> right uh the first thing i thought of is oh apple's done it again they have not been the first responder not been the first responder not even close by the way Mm-mm. not even close Mm-mm. they weren't the first responder with music guess who owns music they weren't the first responder with phones guess who owns phones they weren't the first responder with vr and the list goes on and on and on. But guess who's going to own VR? Apple. And they're going to and they're going to do it at two x, three x the price. We're all going to complain about it, but you know where your money's going? It's going to Apple. And why? Why DK? Right? Because I was an Android guy forever. I was an Android guy forever, yep. and my life got to the point where it's like there's certain people that I don't communicate as well with if I don't have Apple. There's certain apps on my Android phone that don't work correctly 100% of the time when I need them to work. Yeah. I need something that is reliable, that's going to keep me better connected, yeah. that's going to do what I need it to do when I need it to do, yes. when, when I need it to do it. Um, and, and Apple wins off of that. And they win because they didn't do it first. They let everybody else pay for the mistakes, do the mistakes, and then they perfect it. Yeah. So DK, I think there's a principle in there for churches about anything on this podcast. There is an importance to acting quickly and acting relevantly, but it's not always first, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can jump out there and jumping out there is fine. And being a trailblazer innovator is cool. Uh, But man, wouldn't it be great to let somebody else kind of trudge up the ground and then you come behind it and you make it what you need to make it. That's right. Uh, and I think that's super important. Do I think there are going to be people now coming to church with, with these goggles on? Yes. <laughs> They're going to be sitting in your church experiencing church, mixed reality and virtual reality while they're in church, right? Mm-hmm. Doing their work, really multitasking while they're in church. And so, it's going to be interesting to see how we can kind of get ahead of that 
to see mm-hmm. what we can add because this is very different than the virtual churches that we were trying to do some years ago that some churches kind of got out there and started doing whole VR churches which gave you a whole identity that you can float even in the VR space. No, 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 no brother. This ain't Hey, right. respect. Right respect there. if y'all are still doing that, by the way. <laughs> respect to those churches. They are still, still doing, doing that. It. Salute to the churches that are still doing that. Uh, it, it, is a, it is a brand of ministry, and I honor that. But I'm just saying, yep. like, now yeah. <laughs> I can actually go into the building Right. And do the same thing within that confine. And so it 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 gives us an opportunity to really shape the future now and have those conversations about okay, do we add something like that to our worship experience? How would we add a mixed reality into church? That is the conversation that I think is being overlooked, right? is how can we add that in our worship experience and make it something immersive? Immersive experiences bring all of your senses together and truly give us something that we have not experienced in all of our five senses. So I think that's where it's headed. No doubt. I mean, I I remember um, when it was, and I would have been young, but I mean, I remember when it was like transformative to be giving a sermon and you have slides going, supporting, your message right so how much more when you can create an immersive experience that isn't a static image or even a video for that matter yeah um in in the service itself right and uh, god bless the creative teams god bless your creative team dk yeah. uh that's gonna have to now start growing in size and creating new things where it's like man where's this graphic we need this graphic it's gonna be like hey where, where's yeah. this vr experience video that's supposed to be playing right here right now god bless the tech teams and the production yeah, teams man. and the creative teams <laughs> yeah it, i think it's gonna be again it, this is this is where this is what you're made of. You got to find mm-hmm. out how to cut through the noise and really make it pop if it's even necessary to do that. So I think we have an opportunity. Yeah, that's to right. Somewhere in that tech space to really find out. Okay, do we want to be first or do we want to be the best? And yep. that is the difference between Apple yes. and our good brother over at the Blue App. At the Blue App. So let's talk about the good brother at the Blue App. Yep. Now, and recently, he came out with a review mm-hmm. of what he felt the competitor was doing. And I'm purposely not saying these names because I don't want y'all to block me or shadow ban anything that we're doing. Because I know y'all don't like that kind of stuff. I know y'all don't like that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, hold on. Side side plug, side plug. Have have you so DK does reaction videos on TikTok. Go check it out. Uh have you done a reaction video to this video? I have not done a reaction video to it, but I'm looking forward to doing it. I may try the last clip that we just put out to do a reaction video yes, and, and he's asking me about TikTok, y'all and i'm gonna share what i've been doing on TikTok. that's before right before we get to that I, I think that's gonna be a real interesting conversation that, that so that's right recently recently with TikTok, uh i just really got serious about it to kind of expose the algorithm and see how it works and some of the things that we're doing and so 
without disclosing some of the things that I was doing, that is ethical. <laughs> that does not require for me to sign an NDA, nor that I did have to pay for additional things that other people would do. And so over the last 28 days, I've been able to build my TikTok. Well, I'll say it like this. I've been able to have almost 600,000 views on two reaction videos on TikTok. Just two. Now I have Insert other applause. things that are on TikTok, but just two reaction videos have generated that kind of synergy within the algorithm, uh, which is kind of unheard of, right? And so I, I kind of say, all right, cool. So I need to start doing this. So if you are, as a church, playing with TikTok and you're using sermon clips to generate eyeballs to your brand content, you may want to consider that you're not using that well. And maybe that's a different conversation that we'll talk about later. Yeah. Mm. Cliffhanger. That's right. And you don't want to miss it. We had a bit of that conversation last night. A bit of that conversation last night as he sips on his all fruit, 100% natural <laughs> juice. Yeah. I, sugar I, think added. I think that's a whole other video, honestly. Yep. Talk about how the usage of TikTok as far as church is concerned. That's so right. Maybe maybe we'll pick that up and I'll go into, I'll break it down what I did. Yes. See how another church can use it. And here's what I will say. Again, churches, if we are using TikTok to just kind of put up sermon clips, that's not what it's for. Put your sermon clips up on YouTube. Put your sermon clips on Instagram right. and on Facebook. Over here, you need to put your face. You need to engage yes. the algorithm. That's the only way you can get eyeballs to see your brand, business, and information. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah, we got some band. We, we got to have a whole podcast on how to limit, how to expand bandwidth uh, on church teams and staffs. That's, that's mm -hmm. ultimately what it comes down to, DK. It's time. Okay. I don't have time to do that. So we clip up the same clip, distribute it everywhere, which, by the way, we've recommended on this podcast because it's better than nothing. But if you have bandwidth, there are better strategies yes. to make it more platform specific. Yes. However, another yes. time, another yes. podcast, we do yes. want to talk about this clip you alluded Your to about names that we shall not say, the Blue app, if you haven't figured that one out by now. And the person that runs the Blue app, as well as the multicolored one with a camera on it. Uh, and that whole ecosystem came out with a video in response to these goggles. DK, what'd you think about that video? Ooh, you know, brother uh, over the blue app, <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg. That's right. Took a real, took a real strong approach. To his critique of the goggles. Some of his stuff was spot on. Example, hey, a customer base is not able to usually pay this kind of money. Well, quite naturally, Apple is saying we are the brand boutique of phones. Our people can afford this. They will buy it. We know it to be true. Zuck is saying, hey, man, but our people can afford this. They will buy it. We know that to be true. And he said that. All right, cool. Then he started getting down, drilling down to his critiques. And let me tell you, <laughs> I have not seen Brother Zuckerberg really cut critiques hard like that until these goggles came out. He normally doesn't even say anything about it. 
It's just in one ear out the other. But this time, man, he has some steam yes. on that critique. Yes. And so I thought his he he was very straightforward, direct. I also thought that he was low key frustrated. Yeah. The fact that they would come out as if they had. We've been here. Y'all have it. Y'all just got here. So I thought he was low-key frustrated. And, you know, he even showed us that, hey, I am filming this on one of the Oculuses, so you can film on Oculus just like you can film over there. But here's the one thing Brother Zuckerberg didn't catch. The quality, because I have an Oculus. Yep. It's, over, it's over, right over here. I have one in my office. The quality is totally two different levels of quality yes. in terms of the UI and the UX experience. And brothers and sisters, if you are doing church, take nothing away from this conversation but this. When your UI and UX user experience and user interface are aligned and they look good and they're easy and it's ease of use, you're going to get more interaction with it. And that is what Apple has done. Integrated every part of Apple's ecosystem where yes. Facebook has to do a whole lot. If you've been over at Oculus, you'll know what I'm talking about. Just yep. even watch a show. You got to do a whole lot over there. So, yeah, he was pretty. He was tight. <laughs> he, he was tight. <laughs> he he was he was tight. He's worked he's worked long and hard on the on the Oculus. And and it is the frustrating thing because it's like I was here first, and um, but but it wasn't it wasn't perfect. The the UX and the UI matters, and those things working together in unison and harmony matters, and that. Matters in a way that is irrespective of timing and speed, yes, and um, I think that's what we continue to learn from Apple over and over again. I wish that somebody would have made a video of the dude that had the Zune or whatever the heck was before the iPod, because yeah. I bet he would have had a very similar temperament with his. Uh, of his, uh, he would have been tight too. Yeah. Um, and there, there is something about. But but let me let me go back to um, go back. Let me pull back for a second as well yeah. uh, and say, cause I think there's something to take from churches here. Simon Sinek was the first person I heard to tell this story. I'm sure he's not the per first person to tell the story, yeah. but he talked about the Apple. Ex there was somebody that was riding with an Apple executive when Microsoft launched their Apple iPod, whatever. Even the fact that I just called it an iPod is the point. Um, and the Apple exec responded by saying, yeah, I'm sure they did, and I'm sure it's awesome. And there was the point that Simon was trying to make was there was a brand alignment and a mission focus that Apple had that was north and south on themselves. They were not looking east and west at what everybody else was doing yeah. because they're very aligned on what they are doing. And if there's, <laughs> if there's one thing that we can grow in, in the American church particularly, yeah. it's what did God call you to? Who did he call you to serve? Yeah. And it's irrespective of the right and the left. Yeah. It's all about the up and the down. Yeah, man. And That's Apple time and time and time again has never looked to the side and give to any things about what other people are doing. Uh, they know what they are doing and they know their timing and they know what's sustainable for them. And that is what keeps the UX and the UI, the user experience, the user interface, extremely tight. And so even us can be like, even listening to us, 
as listeners to DK and Aaron and Nils on the Social Media Church podcast can be a temptation for the left and the right looking instead of the north and south, our hope would be that what we're equipping you with would be additive to what you already have dialed in on as a church and as a leader that can help advance you. So this whole conversation might not be for you because it's not the right timing, it's not the right bandwidth, it's not the right whatever. But if it is, it's going to be advantageous for you. But you need to know, and only you can know, if it is yes. or if it isn't. And what? So bringing it back to Apple, they know what their timing is. They know what they're capable of, and their standard is seamless, working, perfect, mind-blowing UX and UI, and that thing was not coming out DK too early no. or too late. It was <clears throat> going to come out exactly when it needed to. Yeah, and and, and, and mind you, y'all, I have been seeing these goggles and glasses for the last two years. Right. And we thought this was some type of AI product that they were just kind of throwing up. No, they were serious about changing mixed reality. And now you can literally like, you can go to a subway and maybe expand the whole map to see exactly where you need to go. You can uh, see the map right there in front of you and it just guides you to where you need to be guided you can see your emails come you you can have a conversation within the goggles and facetime someone and unfortunately facebook has not afforded that because last time i checked if you try to facetime somebody in the goggles you're only going to be able to call them you're not going to be able to see them mm -hmm. and that is the part where they kind of miss where apple kind of takes the lead and so churches to your point who focus on um, the systematic approach of building churches and building ministries and building their product will find very quickly that if we make a good simple product with great user interface and a user experience, what do we get in return? It's called adoption. And adoption is what you want from any church, from any web app, from any website, from any product that you do. So, brothers and sisters, if you're looking for a means of your people to gain adoption, look no more than how to use your user interface and user experience in your church. So if you want people to check in at your church, you have to make check-in fun and almost gamified for them to do it. It works that way. That's right. And here's here's the other thought here's the other thought i had as you were talking dk yeah. <clears throat> what else did apple say in this uh yeah we, we know it's expensive but not for our people we know the people who are going to buy and so sometimes churches i'm talking to you church leader i was i i've, I've experienced this dk's still in this yeah. right yeah. oh we can't do that system because you're thinking of the one single person that can't open a computer or understand how to do an iPad or whatever, right? Yeah. But but who are your people though, right? And I understand we're, the gospel is for everybody. The gospel is for everybody and we want to reach everybody. But our systems are UX and UI. And believe me, Apple's not going to say no to anybody buying this, but they know who their people are yeah. and they know who the UX and UI and price point is for 
and how it's predominantly yes. going to be used. Do not let yeah. that stop you from, yeah, but I don't think everybody can pay 5000 That's okay. And Apple's okay with that too. And I'm not sitting here saying that we should do everything Apple's doing as a church, right? Like, hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying, please. But... <clears throat> We do need to know who we are and what kind of a church we are and what kind of people we're reaching in order to serve those people very, very well. And if you're serving everybody, you're serving nobody. I'm going to say that again, and it's true, so you need to understand that. Yep. If you're serving everybody, you're serving nobody. Mm -hmm. Or if you're catering to everybody, you're serving nobody, which is probably a better way to say that. Um, and it's a yep. good thing, especially here in America that there are so many churches and church options, right? That's why it yeah. takes all of us. It's the body, right? So if you're an eyeball, be an, be an eyeball. If you're an ear, be an ear. If you're an arm, be an arm and yeah. participate. And that works within the church. And it also works with the churches together as a collective. And so that yeah. stood out to me, DK, when I'm, when I'm hearing Apple talk. Yeah, we're not worried, Zuck, about the price point because we know our people really, really well. And this is what they're going to pay. And this is the experience standard that they need. Yeah, and and being and the intentionality behind it, like if you have to go, if you wanted to experience these goggles, you actually have to make an appointment at the store to experience those goggles. They've they they've created FOMO. Yes, fear of missing out. They've created FOMO with these goggles, and people want to experience it for at least one time to see what that's really like. And then from there, I can make a decision. And so uh, their audience, their people, the people that they're, you know, intentional about, they have three grand to explore. And I think this is a really good place to kind of, you know, throw a yield sign. How are you investing in ideation and exploration as it relates to your church? Mm-hmm. Because Apple is saying we're going to invest so much so that we have a more superior product and put it at a price point that only a certain amount of people can experience said product. And so that's what that's what we're going to create. We're going to create FOMO. We want to be intentional. We want you to experience in a very inclusive, exclusive space. Mm -hmm. Man. And it goes all the way up. So now, if they can do goggles, they can do a car. They can do yeah. a car. They can do other things that are equally awaiting us in the future. What a trip. What a world we live in. Man. Oh, man. So don't go out there and rush and spend three grand. If you don't have it and your rent is due or your mortgage is due, pay your mortgage. <laughs> That's we right. are not telling you to go run to the Apple store to go yeah. get that product. Take no. care of God's business and your business first. This is an ancillary product outside of that. If you have it, then experience it. But here's my technological suggestion. You never buy the first round. Ooh. You always buy the second Ooh. So now we're kind of now we're kind of doing like an inception thing here. So we just talked about how mm -hmm. Apple doesn't release on the first round and now we're going a step deeper and we're saying you don't buy Apple's first round, you buy that second yeah. round. Yeah. And and let me also say this cuz here's what's happening. 
with the FOMO and buying the, the first round, you, you guys may not be able to buy because the content creators are going to go out there and buy it first to create content. Yep. They're going to do it for 14 days because that's the policy to return it. 14 days. <laughs> create their content. Come back and say, I don't want this. Return it on their credit cards. And now you have used goggles. Okay. Which is going to make that cheap. And a lot of people have been doing that. At the same time, Apple is not perfect. No technology is perfect. It's almost, but no technology is perfect. So there are going to be glitches and mistakes made within that technology. So for me, I always buy round two, round three, because they've shored that up. They may have come out with a secondary one so that other people can experience that, and you go from there. That's just my professional opinion. Okay, DK, yeah, man. I'm with you. I sign off on your professional experience. I haven't experienced them yet. I look forward to doing that. I can imagine because I okay. have experienced Quest and there are limitations. And if you're saying it is as good as mm-hmm. what I thought it was based on the commercial and better, yes. uh, I already know it's better than Quest and I don't care what Mr. <laughs> Mr. Z, Mr. Z-Man, the blue guy, says. Uh, he's salty and that's okay. And I understand why I would be too. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, he picked a fight with uh, the, the the behemoth that is bigger than him. Uh, and there aren't many, to be clear. And in his defense and oh. in respect to him, there aren't many. And he's done it to a lot oh. of other people, by the way. Uh, he just, uh, this was the wrong arm wrestling match. Um, it was. Okay, my question, DK, is as we, as we uh, kind of wrap, put a bow on this, what yeah, spaces, industries, even maybe individual content creators, would you be watching the closest to see Who's going to adopt this the fastest and execute on it? Who who should yeah, we be watching and curious around? Man, that's a good question. Healthcare. How fast will doctors use these goggles to check on their patients and be able to walk in said rooms and see their charts in each one of those rooms without violating anything that's HIPAA or Mohila connected? Healthcare would be the game force. Game changer. Then you move to education. How will this show up in healthcare? How will this show up in education? Education basically is saying, you don't need a book. You don't need a computer. You don't even need a monitor. Put these gargles on. Have a um, a uh, keyboard in front of you and a mouse, and you're ready to go to work. So those two areas. Um Government is not going to be quick to get into that because then that becomes like this huge thing the government tries not to do or they try to do it extremely later. <laughs> For whatever reason, I'm telling you, government adopts late. Um, and then you have the private sector, like various startup companies that may say, you don't, we're not buying any computers, we're buying these. And now you don't have to buy a monitor, a whole entire package for an employee. You can just buy this one thing and that's it. And that's the workspace. Uh, So startups would be like my third or fourth. Uh, And then around, I would say like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Then you would see the church attempting to adopt later. Yep. Because they're trying to see, because a lot of their people can't afford that $4,000 ticket price to be able to use it. It, Here's what's funny, y'all. We used to have a problem with paying $400 for Oculus. Right. And we paid $400 yep. for Oculus. So if you paid the 400 
Some of y'all got the four thousand, and you're yep. willing to pay that. So those That's areas right. is what I see it being. But if 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 doctors use it in healthcare, and they figure out how to get past HIPAA and Mohila, where they can have their information within that application, game over. Game over. Yeah. Okay, there's one industry I didn't hear you mention that is usually, well, there's one that's always the fastest, and that is the one that usually scares people off of new things like this, and it's the one that we, and the Bible are pretty clear, uh, (laughs) that we are adamantly against, and if you need me to spell it out for you, uh, you can DM me and find me anywhere on any social media at Aaron P mag seven, nine. I would be happy to pastorally have that conversation with you. Um, okay. So excluding that, right. Excluding that, uh, sports leagues are generally like super quick to adopt. And I'm not talking about like on field. I'm talking about like for, from us as consumers, the content we're going to be consuming, getting ideas from, I've generally seen this from the NBA is pretty quick. NFL is not, as quick as the NBA, like NBA adopts things like this pretty quickly. They also have more controlled environment, less of it, it's a little bit easier to c- capture the sport um, than yeah. football. But I'm very curious about American football. Um, and the MLB is like doesn't innovate at all, which is why it's dying. I'm not an MLB fan. Sorry to on. all my Texas Ranger fans, uh, DK, you being one of them. Anyways, um, but sports sports industry is one that I did not hear you reference that. I, when I was an online pastor, tended to get a lot of ideas from in terms of how we could leverage different things, what they're doing. And, and they always, even on social media, like it's the sports leagues that I start seeing change in sports clips and those sorts of things that start really uh, changing trends on social media, different ways of posting and stylistic things um, that we might have an opportunity to do. So I wanted to throw sports in the mix. DK, curious. That's a really good catch. That's why I kind of put you know, there's some levels I may have missed, uh-huh. but I could think of a way they can use the goggles as it relates to replays. Oh, now the referee no doubt. doesn't have to go and look at a box. He could just put these goggles on. Literally. He has everything in there and he can see the game in real time. Hey, hey, let me take it. Let me take it further. Because right. Because first I was laughing when you brought that up because they look at the tiniest box in America, bro. Bro, they, bro. TVs in the 50s was, yeah. weren't even that small. Bro, they can't even see the screen on there. So here, then I was thinking, man, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, a, it's not going to be a bigger screen in there. They're literally going to be able to see the play and go to the spot of the field that's in question, bro. What do you think about that? Say it one more time. I didn't hear you. I kind of cut out. What, what, what is it again, bro? I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my internet was preventing this incredible, <laughs> brilliant, genius idea from getting out. Right. They're going to be able to go to the spot on the field or the spot mm-hmm. on the court or the spot on the ice and actually watch the play happen in front of them again from a different angle. I or mean, the four screen, different bro. angles. Four, four different angles. Yeah, four different angles. I'm sitting right here and I can see it in four different angles. And I can actually get it right. Or think about you and you and the coach. Now the coach could send you into a space and the coach could be somewhere else overseas, not even at the game, walking you through every step of the play, showing you plays of the previous pass that can easily be shown right there. Here's what they did yep. previously. They're doing it with the iPads now. So it's a natural progression for them to equally say somebody that's sponsored by Apple, hey, take yeah. this and use yeah. this. 
Yeah, ending- yeah, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because Microsoft is about to get killed by Apple again on the sideline. <laughs> Bro, hey, those man, Microsoft like, surfaces are gone. They, hey, don't even talk about that. <laughs> that's how old of the conversation, man. <laughs> yes, I, I think that's an excellent opportunity there. Yeah, um, NBA players. Now you have assistant coaches that can go back and watch replays from previous yeah. and what they've done in the four minute clock or the two minute clock, and be yeah. able to give them real life data that they couldn't do with their iPads. That I, I, soccer could could go back yeah. and do replays because soccer is kind of innovative and in an innovative space. So hey, we you can know, maybe get those umpires horses. in baseball to wear one of these so they can see the strike zone for once, huh? Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> <laughs> so that, that so the potential of this is yeah. is unlimited, man. Like, and we weren't having this same forward conversation with Oculus. We're having no, this not, conversation not close, with the these. We're having a conversation with these because I feel like to like tomorrow we could take those into a game, and it would make my player twenty um, percent better in yes. less the time. Yes, we're going to use it. Think about this in church. If I'm a pastor and I want to train other pastors and I can't go to those spaces, hey guys, get the goggles and I want to be able to train you in real time what I'm doing and show you that. I can do that now, and it's an augmented reality, and set up a classroom where you're coming in there and sit, and it's it's the same feel. It is absolutely groundbreaking what we can do with this tech if we have the right people. Please, 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 y'all can jot this down in the notes. Bring the smart people back to the table. Yeah. We need them at the table to make these types of decisions and show our leaders, hey, man, here's kind of where this is going. And so, like, my church has already, you know, attempted to started to use it and play with it. We play with Oculus. I don't, I didn't, it was a lot going on in Oculus that I had to build because it was yeah. not there. Here is there, man. Here's, I, I think here's another piece. Ready. If they figure out a way to integrate Android apps on the Apple product, it's game over. Bye-bye, Oculus. Yeah. That's another conversation. <laughs> I don't know that that's happening, but yeah, that would be game over. Here's, here's another thing, bro. Oh, man. Now you just got my, we got my wheel started. Online <laughs> Bible study or small group discipleship can be done on this. And we can, we, again, create the environment where it's immersive. You can walk up to the board, write stuff there. It becomes a whole immersive experience that we can use in our everyday life, man. No doubt. Unheard of. No doubt about it. Yeah. Unheard of. Unheard well, we covered that. that. We did. <laughs> we, we, we unpackaged that, brother. <laughs> we, we gave it all we got. Woo! Listen, yeah, y'all, this is Social Media Church. I am DK. That's my guy, Aaron. I'm so glad he's back. And we're going to conclude this particular episode. And hopefully you'll continue to follow us on every piece of social media that you can find. Continue to follow Aaron, Niels, myself, as we come out with great, dope content. We are the leading space in online and digital community, and we're not afraid to say that, y'all. So y'all have a good day, and we love you. Peace. Peace. (laughs)